Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, comic book jerk fans. After some technical difficulties and a week-long vacation, we are back. Uh, and we've got a very special presidential episode for you. And if you noticed that we started off a little bit rocky, I didn't have a mic, but... Look who's back! It's Justin Gad. Say hello, Justin. Hey. Hello, Justin. Yeah, I think we may have lost a couple of viewers, but that's okay because uh, we gained right, viewers. Yeah, actually. right. Right here, we're going to be talking about something. If you can look very closely, it's going to be the presidential. And also, Justin got some new toys. We'll talk about that in a little bit, won't we, Justin? We sure will. <laughs> and we're going to talk a little bit about the Flash, because that's just what I felt like talking about. So, what time is it, Justin? It's time to kick that disclaimer. The following broadcast should follow the provisions of sections 106 and 106A. The fair use and copyrighted work, including such viper reproduction and copies of phono records, or by any other means specified by the section for the purpose such as criticism, comments, news reporting, teaching, including multiple copies for the classroom. Oh man, it was so close. Your keyboard, you're about to watch the comic book jerk show. From the flamers and dudes who were trolling the fans, the midichlorian masterminds concocting a plan before he had an emporium up in Dorian Hells, and he was complaining about those movie star Christian Bell, and his manga mastermind returned to the end to rebook his new show with all his geeky friends. Like the difference in Wookiees and Tribbles and Kibbles and Bits, the story comes together like a reductor twist from Harry Potter, or maybe it's worse, you might even curse the jerk for reminding you that everything's worse in the back of your mind. He says what you never could, and you never should, and you never would, but he could. So listen up, troll, and let's go. It's time to sit back and watch a comic book jerk show. This November, our country needs a real man in the White House. One who looks like Mitt Romney from the waist up, but is Barack Obama from the waist down. Smells like a lawnmower and makes love like a jackhammer. That man is me. I'm the only one who thinks this guy looks I'm like. I'm ready. Um, Keep the train rolling. Uh, Willing. What's his name? And ran for president <laughs> in 2012. Mostly Lost. Bob Doe. Is that Bob Doe? No. Just vote for God's sake. No. <laughs> vote for me, Ash Williams. With the mom jeans off Tom. I don't even remember four years ago. Bob Doe. He reminds me of Bob Doe. So welcome everybody. Last week we took a break. So if if you tuned in to the video live stream podcast, we wasn't available, but we did. However, uh, did include. Yeah, that's the guy, Mitt Romney. <laughs> now, now you remember. So, so I'm last, sorry. so last week we didn't have a podcast. We kind of took a break from it and uh, took a week. But if you still checked out the comic book jerk and you're a subscriber on Stitcher or iTunes or. Uh, Google Play. We're also on Google Play. Um, you might have seen that I added uh, actually uh, a Val Kilmer panel to it. So you did get get a chance to listen to Val Kilmer talk about uh, some of the movies he's done and things like that. So I didn't leave everybody totally without content last last week, but we're back this week. What's up, Justin? Uh, life is good, man. Life is good. So we we got a chance to uh, 
to get a official, uh, I guess, a press release of um, of Army of Darkness Ash for President. I was pretty excited about wow, that. Wow, someone finally gave us their content instead of suing us for showing their content. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm pleasantly pleased about that. Although it's it's pretty cool when you get a review copy of something. It specifically says review copy on it. I was pretty pretty excited about that. I felt special, that. man. I felt very special. I was reading this thing. I'm like, holy crap! I feel like you know, uh, uh, like I'm like they're just like, hey, man, we like your stuff. So why don't you review it? Because you got fans. You got loads of fans. So I, I know that I know that you didn't even know that there was an Army of Darkness comic, dude. So so here's what I recommend: it before you tune in. To, to get you a copy of Ash for President, you need to check out Army of Darkness Ash Saves Obama. Obama. Or, or, uh, Obama. <laughs> he's, he's got such a hard name to say sometimes. Oh, brother. <laughs> I really like this comic. It was fun. I mean, I'm going to look up some more Army of Darkness comics now that I know that these are a thing. Yeah, you got to make sure that you pick up... Now, you can actually go to... Uh, Elliot Serrano's Amazon page and see all the stuff that he's wrote. So currently he's writing an incredible run of Grumpy Cat, which a lot of, a lot of people didn't know that he was writing for Grumpy Cat. But I, I enjoy Grumpy Cat. It is like uh, to me, it's like a millennials version of Garfield, but he's a grumpy ass cat. <laughs> and he's got a little sidekick that runs around with him too, so it's it's cool. That is the best description of Grumpy Cat I've ever heard. What a millennials version now. Don't get me wrong. This ain't the this ain't your mama's Garfield. There is there's also don't don't get it confused with millennials with the tight pants because I've not yet seen Grumpy Cat sporting some tight pants. In fact, I don't think Grumpy Cat gives a damn about anything, and that's what makes him perfect. Because yeah, Juan Nardelli says I'll vote for Ash if it means keeping abridged Superman out of office. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Metropolis, Gotham, you know, they're kind of. They're kind of across the street from each other. Superman can't run for president, though. Alien. Uh, Superman actually is president. In uh, in the in World Two, or whatever. But anyways, yeah, we got Ash yeah. saves Obama. So tell me what you thought about this comic, Justin. Uh, saves Obama. You mean Ash for president? Yeah, yeah. But I was just showing the the image there. I mean, I, li I really like this Ash. You know, it feels like um, if Constantine uh, mixed with the guy from Uncharted, Nathan Drake, and then they had this awesome badass love child. You know, I can, I can kind of get down with that. I never thought of thought of uh, yeah. Ash as as a Drake character, but the artwork does kind of kind of give that reminiscence of. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of you know this. This serious, like, we gotta save the world kind of stuff, but at the same time, he's making quips, he's joking, he's keeping it lively, and uh, he's running for president. And I love political satire, and this is what it, it was a lot of, uh, making fun of the election season as is, and the, yeah. the mess that is American politics. It, it was kind of kind of cool, because you had a character that, that was, well, before we get into it any deeper, we haven't spoiled anything at all yet, so... And we shouldn't spoil it because technically you can't. Is it out yet? I don't think it's out yet. Is yeah, it? Yeah, it, it came out today. I mean, I actually it had it. Today? Yeah, I actually had it pre-ordered, and my pre-order got got declined. So, you know, Elliot was gracious you enough to supply so me. So excited with, when you're like, Elliot Toronto sent us two copies, and I'm like, 
what? I want a signed copy. And he goes, and you're like, nah, man, it's a PDF. And I'm like, ah, oh, well, right in the field. Actually, he, he actually, he sent he sent me a copy that said for my eyes only. And he said, yeah, this would be great for you to review on the podcast. And I was like, this is for my eyes only, but I've got to share it with my podcast buddy because we can't be jumping. I mean, we talk comic books all the time, so there there would be if no comic book jerk, and I'm technically part of this. Then it's for our eyes only. Ah, good good point there. So Elliot doesn't. I'm sure Elliot, would be mad. I'm sure Elliot will not be mad when he watches be mad. this. Sequel said, and he's like, "Oh man." It's great that both of them read it because now they can both give an amazing review for it, which I will. Now, now I'm definitely going to pick up a copy of this whenever I actually have money in my bank account. But apparently, the GoFundMe page that I have isn't worth a crap, and nobody's donated anything. I've been trying to get 350 bucks to to close caption my YouTube videos for almost six months now, and nobody's donated anything. But I'm always willing to support Dynamite Comics, so I'm definitely down <laughs> for that. Yeah. Cutting to you, Justin. I just like cutting mm -hmm. to you. I think it's funny. <laughs> but man, I, I really thought the I really thought the artwork for all this is really good, man. Like, um, if you go back and actually look at some of the stuff, like it felt like it was reminiscent of the like this this scene particular. I liked it a lot because it kind of felt like it was reminiscent of the old cabin from the original Evil Dead. And who knows if it could have been. Like, it could have been in the same universe, but, you know, who knows. Like, you could tell the difference in, between the coloring and the actual artwork. It, it does have that, like, I don't know. I think what it is, while we get that, that Uncharted feel from it, because if you look at his outfit, it's kind of reminiscent of, like, Indiana Jones, and it's reminiscent of just, I don't know. I can't explain it. I, uh, I gotta say, I really love his suit when he's debating on uh, TV, that American flag suit. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah, it's kind of got oh, that, man, that that Colonel Sanders feel to it, man. It really does. <laughs> I I mean I love the I I really love like I said political satire, and uh, the fact that you know these giant demons who are coming to destroy the earth are personified in a um in this political race. No spoilers, but you know. The uh, big bads and stuff. I think it's great. <laughs> now, now something that struck me as odd, man. Like, it, it's to me, it's so weird because the TV show has nothing to do with the comic books. I mean, they're they're actually a pretty much a separate universe. The same way as Ash versus Evil Dead is completely separate from, I guess, Army of Darkness, or is it vice versa? I'm, I mean, I'm not for sure how the the legal rights go goes for that. But how do you just all of a sudden, like, just start doing a, a campaign for the TV show and the comic book? Like, it doesn't seem like those two are are even intertwined. And, like, when I when I spoke to Elliot about Maybe it... Maybe they don't have to be. When I spoke to Elliot about it, like, I told him, I said, I got I got a feeling that there's some kind of conspiracy here. Like, like are you, are you working as a double agent? Are you, like, the cigarette, like... Or do you have, like, Sam Raimi sitting back as a cigarette-smoking man in your molder, and you kind of got to do some kind of investigation? Whatever I see in him really made no sense, but but to me. But but it just feels awkward that, that the two of these simultaneously kind of came out around the same time. Like, it was almost like the TV show was... I don't was, think it's so weird. Well, it feels like the, the TV show was actually picking off Army of Darkness, and it was kind of like a campaign that kind of boosted, like, both of them. Like, it's... 
I don't know. Best advert. I mean, the best advertising is you know to make a comic that people can pick up and enjoy. Yeah. So maybe it'll be kind of like you know, kind of like uh, DC was putting on the front of every comic and on the back of every back page of every comment, see Suicide Squad or see this new DC film. And I think that that's great advertising to, to you know, make a comic that kind of, it's not related to the show, but it follows under the same premise of, like, Ash for President. Yeah, but is it like that? Because technically Warner Brothers owns DC, so technically in that aspect... It, could it be more like Marvel Comics trying to kill all the X-Men and the Fantastic Four because Fox owns them? Like, could it be that to kind of draw your attention off the comic to be like, hey, I mean, what do you think about, like, that is a possibility. I didn't I'm, I'm a conspiracy. A out. Didn't I, I didn't even know there was a show coming out either. Dude, I'm a, I'm a conspiracy theorist. I mean, theorist, after reading so. this comic, I want to watch the show, though. Yeah, so I not, think that you know, have, it just sets up perfect. Have you not seen the first season? No. Oh. Uh, I didn't. See, no, dude. See, here, here's. I'm out. That's kind of stuff. I'm sorry. Well, you know, for that, I'm going to eat this fruit roll up in front of you. Well, I'm going to tell you this. You, you've got it good so far. You haven't seen Game of Thrones, or have you now? Have you finally caught up on Game of Thrones? Okay. So you got that aspect. You can catch up on Game of Thrones, and now when season two of uh, Ash versus Evil Dead comes out, you'll get the benefit of watching all 10 episodes before you get started so i'm a little jealous there i just the only thing that i didn't like about uh, ash versus evil dead is 30 minute episodes that doesn't feel like it's it's enough for me like like this comic for me was was really awesome to read because it was 48 pages so like most of our comics that we're reading from dc currently are really short so you get i mean you drop yeah, six well you drop six bucks on a 48 page ish comic book with plenty of dialogue man you're pretty happy about that i'm pretty happy about any kind of thing like that you know i mean it's pretty it's a great comic and it's a great story uh the ending kind of leaves it open-ended whether they're just because this was a one shot or maybe there'll be more i'd really like to see more from this you know maybe some continuation of like ash having to do some commander in chief kind of stuff, and then going right to the front line. That'd be pretty fun. Um, here's, from the here's comments what section. Here's, from here's the comments what I, what section. What do we got in the comments? Um, if Naughty Dog wasn't busy with Spider-Man PS4, I'd have them make an Army of Darkness game. And Jared um, JT Tyrell Roberts said Morgan Freeman for president. Wait, wasn't wasn't there already an Evil Dead game on like? I don't was Dreamcast. Maybe it was on Dreamcast. I have no idea if there was. Like, I, did, I mean, I'm not... I'll be honest, I wasn't... The only thing I remember from the Dreamcast was uh, Tomb Raider. See, now now, now you got me wanting to Google, so... Evil Dead, the to game... To the internet! How about we have our comment section... To the internet! Yeah, have the comment section, Google it. Uh, but too late, I've already found it. Let's see. <laughs> Resident Evil Regeneration. Here, I'll show you a picture of it. That was one on PC. Let's see. It came out on PlayStation 2, Xbox. I kind of feel like there was another one, though. Oh, well, I guess not. The Evil Dead video game. Huh? Oh, the Com Commodore 64. You remember that that one? <laughs> I don't even remember that. I can't believe we're, we're Googling live on the air. Like, who does that? Who does that? 
Don't mention endings. I'm still reeling from Bleach getting forcibly ended. Jared says it's on the PS2. Congratulations. So we yeah, we're trying to do a spoiler-free review. Spoiler-free review. If you enjoy a great, you know, a great kind of story that's political satire mixed with supernatural fighting, you will absolutely love this. It's really, I, I it had me chuckling. There was a lot of great moments where I was just like, whoa. So I think it was a great story. Dude, the the odd married couple effect that the Necronomicon and uh, Ash went through was freaking hilarious, man. The dynamic between them. It made me wish that they would they would spin off and write an issue where the Necronomicon became a beautiful woman who was totally in love with Ash and and like just all over him <laughs> clingy and stuff. Like, I love you, Ash. And I'm like, hell to the king, baby. You know, something like that. Just nonchalantly not, not even caring about her. But I thought that I thought that was excellent because the it, it's like it's like a buddy sitcom comic in a way because you got the Necronomicon. It's like whisper, I'll whisper stuff in your ears and tell you what to say, and then you know you got Ash. It's like like I don't want to give speeches and I don't want to do this, and then next thing you know, after a little push from the Necronomicon, and I will spoil this one scene. There was one one panel in the book that had me rolling, dude. It was like. Uh, he said Don't something. spoil it. It's a funny. If it's the funny line, just say that the Necronomicon dropped some really good lines. Okay. Without spoiling it, it was funny. Let's just leave it at that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna agree with yeah. you. No. No spoilers. Maybe people will buy this and support Elliot. I hope Maybe they go buy Dynamite. it. Yeah. I want them to because I, I hope. I enjoyed it. I want to go buy it now. Like I want to go out and buy it. I've read it. I have a review copy right here, but I want to go buy it. I plan on it. My stupid pre-order got canceled. So I'm angry about right. that. So you want to move on to the next uh, item of business? Uh, what is the next item of business? What year? Well, we got a few trailers. We got... Some, uh, uh, let's see. Let's see what's next on the agenda here. Do we, we have an agenda? Do uh, we ever have an agenda? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, dude, but it, it seems like to me we always seem to... To throw this I show to, to show, about. yeah, we always seem to throw this show together at the last minute. But I think I know what our next next thing to cover would be. Let's see. Ooh. So, Stranger Things is getting a season two, which I have no freaking idea what their official trailer was talking about it just randomly uh, these words i think are the episodes i think they're actually giving us the episodes and uh i think if i'm not wrong there's nine episodes this time i might be wrong i really cannot wait for this show to come back on you know i Me was too. i was really disappointed when people were talking like oh they should do a stephen king it type thing where it shows the kids like 10 years later and all that. Hell no, man. Give me the kids the whole season, dude. And just, just have them do something crazy. But, there's a lot of stuff with Stranger Things that's left in the back burner that, that needs to be resolved. Like, uh, Hey, hey, hey. Comment, uh, comment section. Robert Meadows said, in giant caps, I haven't seen the end. Don't you dare spoil Stranger Things for me. So we will try to do a, a spoiler free spoiler free uh, what we want to see in Stranger Things. You know, the, we... Uh, I don't Robert, think we... 
It has been out for over a month. You should have binged watched the heck out of this already. I have seen. I have watched it twice already. It is so great. I'm just gonna say this. I was gonna type it out in the chat, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. At least, at least we can honestly say, uh, "Hold the door," and I know what what I'm talking about. When I say hold the door to you, it's just like, what are you talking about, dude? I understand what it means. I, I have plenty hold of friends. Hold the door! Who... Hold the door! Hold the door! I mean, I'm sure it's one of the... <laughs> Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. Says, While I'm still waiting on Luke Cage to start. Yes! Dude, dude, how, Cage. how long has Game of Thrones been out and you still haven't watched it yet? How long has HBO been charging an outrageous amount of money for me to watch one show on their their Dude, list? How long has teenagers been pirating movies and TV shows? I I listen. I I feel pretty bad about doing that kind of stuff. I like to support artists and their work. I agree. So so everything that we were about to talk about with Stranger Things will have to be postponed till season two comes out. But I will say this. I will. Uh, I, I will. Yeah, go ahead. I already forgot what I was gonna say. So I mean, these live podcasts can be all over the place, so you never know. <laughs> I mean, it's just uh, all right, Robert. We won't spoil it, and we won't spoil it for anyone else who hasn't seen it. But get on that because this show is fantastic. I've heard rumors that Stephen King's gonna be writing for season two, which is gonna be amazing if he does. Because he is, you know, fantastic at making horror, and this is like, I always tell people when they're like, what is Stranger Things? I'm like, imagine if Stephen King wrote E.T. Like, that's just, it's got that 80s vibe to it, it's so fun, and for people who grew up in the 80s, nostalgia, you know, um, this show leaves a lot of open-end questions, you know, I kind of, like, a part of me is like, Please don't mess this up because season one was absolutely perfect and amazing. And then the other half of me is like, I can't wait to see where they go with this and see what kind of character development we get. So finish it tomorrow, Robert, and we will we we may talk a little more. Uh, uh you gotta love that music, man. It's just somber, makes you happy, and makes you feel it's weird. It's kind of like eerie, but it's like. Well, it it's got it, that kind of peaceful vibe yeah, but it, to it. But it also it also makes you f feel filthy, but clean at the same time. Like like you rode in mud, but you're sparkling fresh and you smell good, dude. Like like you're ready to I, I, to get fresh laundry out of the dryer, dude. Like bounty is, or for breeze. The first time I've heard someone describe it like that. Hey man, you got to describe it in some different way that nobody else has thought of yet. <laughs> But yeah, I don't the know. Soundtrack is now streaming on Spotify, according to Robert Meadows. So that, I mean, that's true, that. dude. We should play that while we're playing Battlefield later. I thought Battlefield about. I thought about later. the same thing. Now, speaking of Battlefield, um, apparently some hackers got on there and screwed the whole game up for everyone. But lucky, lucky for for me, I was at work all day, and now the servers are fixed. But you know. I made fun of people all day. I pretty much trolled the whole internet. So if you didn't get to play Battlefield, then you should have signed up for Battlefield Insider a long time ago. <laughs> but everybody can play it now, man. And it's have you have you got a chance to play around or see what what was going on with it? 
Not yet. I'm waiting for to game with you. I've been busy with school. Okay, this I'm gonna week. I'm gonna tell you tell you what's what's broke and what's fixed about Battlefield. Finally, Battlefield is fixed to sniping rifles. There's no more crazy bullet drop. You're you're not going all over the place when you try to aim at anybody. Like whenever I would use a sniper scope on Battlefield Four, it's like you could never focus. So now. Your bullets go straight into somebody's face. It's kind of like Bad Company 2, so that's fixed. Now, the, the the one biggest mistake that I think Battlefield has made this time is there's no way to dirty turd. Now, if you know the art of dirty turding, then you know you strap some C4 to uh, a there's vehicle. There's no Jeep stuff? There's no, no Jeep stuff. Now, this is also kind of detrimental. I even, I even sat around in an empty room the other day, and I was trying to throw C4 in the back of a truck. They don't give you C4, they give you TNT, and it doesn't stick to anything. It just goes plop on the ground. So, I mean, you can level the road with it and catch somebody, run over top of it, and blow them up. But you also can't resupply your ammo, so there's no point in sitting in a room and C4 in the room or waiting for somebody to walk by because you essentially can't put it anywhere. Like, the TNT is just so pointless now that you can throw grenade bombs and stuff. Like it's it's like why would if you? There's do a that? way to dirty turd. I will find it. There will be a way somehow. We've got to figure out how to stick it to something. Now I don't get I damn. Mean, we, I feel like we were the ones who pioneered the uh, dirty turd. Oh yeah. You know, when oh, I yeah, first discovered that you the could dirty do turd to the C4 trick. Yeah, there's there's. The... I just was like, man, I was so I felt so damn innovative when I innovative when I did that, and now in Battlefield 4, I am a tank's worst nightmare. You know, strap on a motorcycle and go on riding around town with my jeep stuff. See, that's the thing. There's the dirty turd, which is uh, basically essentially just blowing somebody up with with C4. Um, in random places that you shouldn't be. There's the dirty turd room where you find you an empty space and you sit in there and you wait for dumbasses to keep running in and out of that room and you blow them up with C4. Then there's the mobile dirty turd. The mobile dirty turd is, is the most effective if you want to take on tanks in China Rising because you just strap them to anything and just jump off your bike or jump off the Jeep or anything. Run it right into a tank explode it, and then just teabag. Dip, dip, potato chip. Dip, 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 dip. I mean, I just would kind of feel pretty bad if I did that trick with the horses in this game, though. Strap no, a see, dirty see, to a see, horse. See, that, that's what I was saying. Oh, was man, saying. I would feel terrible. Dude, dude, that's what I was saying. Fuck PETA. We want a good game, dude. Not since... PETA hasn't made a big deal since the last Battlefield game whenever you stabbed a fucking mouse that's in the ventilation shaft. It's like, get all mad because they killed killed an animal in a video game. It ain't like they're going to go out and strap real C4 up a horse's butt and blow it up. I mean... Cardelli said, I don't feel right playing Battlefield not after what EA did to Battlefront. So, well, is EA part of this game? Yeah, bas basically what Battlefield has become is this Battlefield... Everybody talked about Battlefront being a uh, Battlefield game in a Star Wars skin, but no, i never seen that at all. What, what Battlefield 1 is is a Battlefield game in a fucking Star Wars Battlefront skin. So that that is a difficult thing for me to see because it's... So, essentially, if you didn't like Battlefront, will you not like Battlefield 1? If you didn't like Battlefront... I don't know, man. It's it's a give or take thing. Like, if you like Battlefield, then you're going to like it. If you liked Battlefront, you're going to think that this game is, is awesome. But... If you hated Battlefront and you like Battlefield, then you'll see that all the the good takeaways that Battlefront had, like the flying uh, 
flying the planes and stuff is just like battle uh, Battlefront. So all the controls there is so much easier to control. Um, when it comes to the graphics, the graphics kind of look like they took a lot from Battlefront, like right down to the mountains and everything. So the graphics kind of can you do third that. person shooting? You can't. Not that I know of. I don't think you could do third person shooting, which would probably ruin Battlefield if they did. But that's what I was just wondering. But just a lot of a lot of the funny mechanics with Battlefield One, like if you're a pilot of a uh, of a a plane and you par plane? yeah and you parachute out, then you're officially that character class of the fucking pilot. So you get like a screwdriver and a gun, and I didn't like that mechanic. Like I, if if I jump out of a plane and I parachute on top of a a building, I want to have my class that I spawned in with. That was the point of parachuting off you'll see you'll see it I mean, later it makes on. sense though because i mean in world war one a lot more people were specialized you know if you were a if you were a gunner you didn't learn how to fly a plane and you know plane pilots were very specific so i guess it makes sense that they're trying to go with a little more realism because in battlefield 4 you know i guess it makes more sense modern warfare you got to be a little more well versed in different types of tactics but in world war one you know, there's still, you know, specialization is very important. I mean, I don't, I'm not a veteran or any of that. I'm sure that I, that I just probably made someone very mad if I screwed that up. I'm sorry, but. Well, um, see, what, what you could do that they've messed up is, is if you had C4, you could drop yourself an ammo bag and you can resupply your C4. You can't do that in this game. That's kind of stupid. When it comes to repairing vehicles, I haven't found a way to properly do that because it's all sporadic and weird. I mean, it's going to take some getting used to, no doubt, but uh, there's a lot of little funny character class changes that they made that don't make sense. Now, they did, however, give you goggles back with the sniping thing, so you do have some actual goggles so you can judge the distance um, away from stuff. Is it like, uh, is it like um, binoculars or something? Yeah, you get, you get a pair of like, binoculars or stuff, but... I mean, I'm interested and excited to play it. But we should probably move on to that so that we can get the podcast over with and you can meet us on the battlefield. That's right. <laughs> so, hey, If you have a PS4, look us up too. Uh, um, we can uh, just message us or something and we can... We're, we're down to game with anyone. Have a fun time. Squad up. We could always live stream it on Facebook, but Facebook doesn't like that. <laughs> and they'd shut us down and be like, it's owned by EA. You can't use it. But anyways... Let's move on to their second uh, talk of the town, and it's not season two of uh, Stranger Things. It is actually what I'm pretty excited about is well, the next season of Flash. No, Yay! Now I don't give a damn. I don't think I don't think anybody's gonna stop me from spoiling the first two seasons of Flash because it was pretty epic. But I doubt that I could drop too many spoilers because. After you watch it, it kind of makes common sense. But I'm, I'm pretty excited about The Flash, man. Because, essentially, that whole series has, has been what kept me going all through last October and all the way up until, like, this, this year. you got to admit, it's, it's probably the best superhero show that they've put on TV. So oh, it far. is. No, absolutely it is. And I think that The Flash sets the bar for... Uh, that and Agents of Shield has really set the bar for superhero TV shows. What's what's Agents I mean, of Shield? What what is this Agents of Shield you talk about? Is it like a western? <laughs> it's a pretty good show. I I actually like it. I think that's the only uh, 
Do you, I, you know I, that I never, Flash. I never could get into Agents of Shield, but I damn sure loved Agent Carter. Like I was watching every episode of that, and then oh, I loved out. Agent Carter. Like oh, um, we're just gonna cancel it. You don't need it anyway. But um, well, anyways, back to the Flash though. The Flash really set the bar for how superhero TV shows. Like like I know Arrow came first, but the Flash is what Arrow should have been at the beginning and stayed at the beginning. And The Flash is just so great. I mean, the fans, it's great for casual fans. It's great for really hard fans. You know, it's its a great show, and I really loved Season 2. And I can't wait to see where Season 3 is going. I really, the thing that irks me most is they're going to Flashpoint, but none of that is going to affect the Arrowverse, which kind of bothers me. Who told really you that? <laughs> Who told you uh, that? You know damn well it's going to affect the Arrowverse somehow. Some way. No, apparently they've already WB's already come out and said like it's not going to affect the Arrowverse where he comes back and finally Felicity is dead, you know, or something well, like that. Well, of course that. that's not going to happen. Back, you know, I would really love to see something where they fix everything that they screwed up in Arrow and it just comes back. I mean, that's the perfect write-off. You come back, you know, maybe Flash comes back and saves the Black Canary and, you know, you know that stuff's and, back. And Oliver spent spent those five years, or those five terrible seasons still on the damn island. <laughs> that would make it, it make sense. Like, he's just coming back and it's starting fresh. I mean, even not that, maybe he came back to, um, you know, he came back in season one and it starts like season one, but it doesn't get into this whole, like... You know, maybe they could bring back his best friend, and maybe there was an alternate timeline fixed where his, where Malcolm Merlin didn't go all cray cray, you know, and stuff like he that. He go cray cray. There's a lot of great characters they killed off that I think they but, could easily bring back with this, but they aren't going. But to. what about this man? Like, who would have thought that we would have got to see this guy back in action, dude? Like. Having the reverse flash all bearded out, man. This this production still from season three is like amazing. Like we thought I'm he still excited Wally West too. Like he should. Like I just wonder is it is this season going to affect? Are we going to bring back uh, uh, Thawne? Like are we going to bring him back? We're going to do the whole relationship thing again, or is they're going to leave him dead? Or like I am so excited you know, to figure that out should, that should be left alone. Um, I'd love to see Thawne come back, though, just because, you know, that'd be a great homage to the original Flashpoint. Maybe Thawne, in this reality, comes back, and that's where the whole Speed Force being sucked up thing... I don't know, there's also this, um, the Black Flash who's coming there. Um, I wonder wonder how this is going to affect Supergirl. Like, that, that has me really interested, because I think on Supergirl... Supergirl. Like, on the Supergirl crossover, didn't Barry go through the, the history records and the, the records um, and find out that there was a Barry Allen on that Earth, but he didn't have any powers or anything? Yeah, like, but I mean, maybe... Do you remember, that, the, uh, you remember that quote when he's on the computer and he's like, well, there's a Barry Allen, but, you know, yeah, there was a Central um, City. I that, yeah, I mean, that was just, I think, an homage. I don't think that they had plans to do a whole Supergirl coming to the CW universe. So, I mean, I think that was just, like, a nice little homage to just show that these multiple realities exist. But I think that this could be a great way for them to tie the universes together. Barry comes back, 
and somehow that changes a few timelines and Supergirl's there now. Well, dude, I, I kind of feel like this might not happen at all. There might not even be a, a way to kindle all those shows together because technically, if you do that, then you're going to have to have Superman on both Arrow and The Flash, and I don't see those those worlds intertwining. I mean, I who knows what Berlanti's capable of. I mean, it, it could be something that Jeff Johns is like, you know, I got the keys to the kingdom. Now, let's just put every superhero on TV if we want to, because essentially you gave me the rights to do it, so I'll do what I want. But it's going to be tricky to see that happen. Like, are they going to be able to tie in Superman into that universe? Or are they going to be able to play it off like nothing happened? Or Because you're not... You I... have... I mean, I, that's the thing also I'm thinking about. If they're not going to make it affect the Arrow universe, it may not affect the Supergirl universe. But I'd really love it if this kind of affected all the universes and kind of was this major event, kind of like how Flashpoint in the comics led to New 52 being created in a weird way. So It needs to be, I, I, it needs to be a Crisis of Infinite Earths event at the end of the, the season for all these shows because... You know, all this the talk Flashpoint about... may not even last like three episodes, though. We well, don't know. Only one. I mean, it, it probably only one. It may. Is it only one? Only one. Dang, that's really a lot to condense. I'd really love to see Cram it go. A few... Yeah, I'd really love to see a Flashpoint event where it lasts you know, a few episodes at least. We see all these stories about Superman on Supergirl and and Arrow, and but we never hear anything about. Uh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow right now. Like, I've heard barely any rumors of anything on Legends of Tomorrow. Like, it's like they are really keeping hush hush, or either, either that or the comic book nerds and the trolls don't even give a damn about that show. They're to the point where, like, we don't care about Legends of Tomorrow. It's a, it's I a think joke the thing that irks me most about Eric, er, uh, Legends of Tomorrow is they killed off Captain Cold. And I've heard rumors like, oh, they killed him off so that they could incorporate him into the movies, but at the same time, I think we see him in a trailer, or I've heard rumors of him being on set. Well, he had to do... So I really don't think that's he had, true at all. Well, for one, he had to do Prison Break, and for two, with him just being uh, like a cameo walk-on Rose for a couple episodes, he has an opportunity to be on all the shows, and even still do Prison Break all in that halftime, or whether or not... I think it's done shooting, though. I don't, I don't know. I mean, Captain Cold's your best... But, if, if, you, if you kill your... Some of your best characters, you're gonna piss then, off a lot. But of this is this is the second time that Fox has ended up killing a CW character. Because if you think about it, Firestorm went over to be on the X Files, which caused him to kill his character off. And then now you've got you've got our favorite Code character getting knocked off, so he can go over to a Fox show. So I think there's something going on with Fox now. Barry needs to just go into the multiverse and and combine Gotham into the CW universe. <laughs> and I could see that happening. Oh but my the, god. That but there would be is so crazy. much there's so much untapped potential for the Teen Titans live action that it needs to happen. And it needs they're to happen. They're doing Legions of they're doing the Legion of Doom on Legends of Tomorrow comment from the section. And yeah. uh, actually it's confirmed that Flashpoint is going to affect Diggle. Well if the only thing it affects is Diggle, I am I'm, I'm in you know <laughs> I don't know. Why? Why? Why Diggle? He he does nothing on the show. To, like the past few episodes, he's done nothing for me on the show. Here's the thing: Diggle was great in the first few seasons, and then he kind of slowly just fell into obscurity. It's like shut and up. Then he Diggle. got that Magneto helmet to try and bring him back, and it just made him even worse. Now here's here's another disappointment for me. I I'm not 
too excited about Wally West's costume or the character that's Why? playing Wally West. Because I like man, it. Because I like my new fifty two Wally West, man. I like I like my my Wally. It is new fifty two Wally West. Or not new fifty two Wally West, but you know Classic Wally? I like Kid Flash and and you know. I like I like this Wally West. I, I think that it's a great homage to the New Fifty Two comics, but at the same, like, which I'm not a big fan of New Fifty Two, but I think that well, it's a great here's what I straight don't, out of the comic book homage. Well, this is what I, I'm not liking about the CW shows. They're taking these sidekick hero, heroes and making them basically nineteen twenty year olds. Man, like they should have been younger. Like you got to admit, Speedy should have been a lot younger, and now Kid Flash should have been a lot younger. But he's basically a college. Oh, is he? I don't know. He's in college. Go figure. How do you know? Because he wasn't he we working. We don't know. He was we working. Don't know these kids. He, what about all the projects and stuff that he was working on for school and all the the automotive crap and okay, and so he's asking Barry for. You know, okay, so what's what difference is Wally West in the comics was at one point becomes a college student. Yeah, you just but, start him. A few but years that's older. when the, that's when the he Teen Titans be like. A, that's when the Teen Titans become to, Titans. Not gonna get a Teen Titans show though, so it doesn't really Shut matter. Up. We'll get one someday. <laughs> And then, and yeah, then they'll, they'll have a 45-year-old Nightwing playing him, dude. And, and yeah, <laughs> it's going to happen. Shut up, Justin. I hate you. you got to run all my dreams and stuff, dude. I think, I'm think i I'm throwing some realism here. Well, I got some realism for you. Battlefield 1, the beta's come out. And I think we're, we're about to come pretty close to wrapping up the podcast. So anything you want to plug? Uh, can I talk about my new toy? Oh yeah, we can't can't leave that out. Let's let's plug the new toy. <laughs> so I go into Hastings, uh, which is a store that's going out of business, and uh, they've had this life size Batman there for months now. And you know, I always walk in and see it there. And originally, it was like thirteen hundred dollars, and uh, <laughs> I go in and and I've been watching this thing as the price slowly drops stop that that's, that's making me just i can't i can't stop this look at that batman stop hey you want to see something funny uh check this out <laughs> playstation 3 version playstation 4 <laughs> <laughs> playstation 3 playstation 4 <laughs> <laughs> But, um, so I go in there and I'm looking at this thing and the prices drop down to a point where it's like, it's a lot less than retail, but a lot more than I still want to spend. And, um, and I'm, I'm looking at this, but I know in my heart that if this drops any lower, someone else is going to get it and it won't be me and I'll be pissed. So I, um, I, you know, I debated for a long time. I walked around that store for like 45 minutes just thinking about this doing the math in my head how I'm going to pay for this thing. And then I called, like, three, four different people and asked their opinion on it. And finally, I walk up to the store clerk and I go, ring me up for Batman. And she goes, are you serious? And I said, yes, and go get your manager before I change my mind. (laughs) So uh, it was kind of like a show. Everyone's like, oh, my – like, all the staff came to the front. They're like, someone's buying Batman? Are you serious? And so I did, and um, I had jokingly made, you know, I made a bet with this comic book shop, local comic book shop, Collectibles Etc. Richmond, and I told them, they were they had their eye on this, the, the Batman 2, and they said, you know, if it goes below 400, we're going to buy it, and um, I said, well, if I buy it first, 
I'll let you guys keep it in the store for a month, and if you buy it first, then you can keep it in the store for a month and then let me buy it. And so it was like, deal. And I bought it first, so... Ha ha! I'm letting them keep it for a month. So if you are in Richmond or around Richmond and you want to see a life-size Batman statue, it's Collectibles Etc. Richmond on Big Hill Avenue, and they're a great store, great comic selection, collectibles selection. They buy, sell, and trade collectibles and comics and video games and stuff. So, yeah, stop by, see the Batman. Batman Day is September 17th. So you can go and see that too. So it'll be a fun that, day. That's gonna look so good in the background the next next couple of podcasts in the oh, yeah, it's, so. it's it's gonna be like right over here next time. It's gonna be. Great. You might just have to have to do the Batman voice. Let him do the podcast the whole time, just straight up. <laughs> I'm just gonna put the the thing in front of him and just be there and just be like, "Welcome to Comic Book Jerk." <laughs> I, I I can't do that. I, it'd have to be Kevin Conroy's voice or bust. Yeah. Can you splice together? Like, I just need a Kevin Conroy voice changer. Now, when I, <laughs> when I did that thing for for uh, Kevin Smith, I actually spliced Kevin Conroy's voice, uh, telling Kevin Smith that that uh, you are the best director in the world. <laughs> it was pretty cool, pretty dead on. I'm so happy with my purchase. I do not regret a penny, and I'm really happy that I got it. And I'm gonna have so much fun with this thing. I can't wait. So, I'm going to wrap it up here, and I'm going to say uh, definitely check out Elliot Serrano. Uh, something about two R's and two S's and two T's or something. I don't know. Check, check him out on uh, uh, Geek Counter Geeks Podcast. Uh, check out Red Eye. You know, check out his Twitter. He's got a Twitter account. Uh, and uh, also, I want to say check out uh, Monkeys Fighting Robots. If you've seen it, or if you ever heard of Monkeys Fighting Robots, it's a really great podcast that... Uh, I actually made two nice friends the other day about it, and they consider me a super fan because I listen to it every week. But, um, you know, usually I would say we're sponsored by or promoted by, but actually we don't have any sponsors. But um, check out Big Old Box of Stuff. They're doing a fundraiser. Like to help out. Yeah, check out BigOldBoxOfStuff.com because they're doing a fundraiser to try to raise money to make Big Old Box of Stuff bigger and better. So we want to see them aspire to that level way above uh, Lame Crate. Well, I won't call it Lame Crate because who knows if they contact us. So, hey, you sponsor, we're sponsored by Loot Crate or, you know, or Squarespace. Maybe they'll contact us. Sell our souls to Loot Crate. Dude, <laughs> dude it, ain't, it ain't selling out if you're making that money. It just makes people jealous. <laughs> Uh, just co contact us, sponsor us. Uh, if if you're Nike or, or Adidas or any shoe companies, uh, I need a new pair of kicks. As you can see here, these are all run down. <laughs> be like this. Be like, hello, welcome to Comic Book Jerk. Like my new shoes. Look at you, man. You're already you're already ramping up, showing your socks and stuff, man. Loot Crate always always gives you a free pair of socks. I got some Groot socks one time from from Loot Crate. It's pretty cool. Recommend subscribing, sponsor us. But uh, it's. Uh it's Big old box of stuff is so much better. <laughs> oh yeah, well it's almost that time, Justin. Are you ready for the for the race? Are you ready to go I for am. it? Are you ready to go for the gold? All right, uh, I'm, I'm trying. I'm gonna I'm gonna count it down. We'll go three, two, one, and then go, and you see if you can you can get it this week. Three, two, one, go. Oh wait, three, two, one, go, <laughs> go. There it is. 
following broadcast should be followed the provisions of sections 106, 106A, the fair use of copyrighted work, including those used by production and copy for now. You didn't start it. You started it too early, dude. <laughs> uh, that is, uh, you, why do you got to make that thing so quick? I don't know, man. I bet the people listening to us are wondering, why does he always do that? What is going on? You guys got to watch the live show on YouTube or Facebook. It's a race, man. It's a yeah. race. Yeah, dude. You're going for the gold. I'm telling you, dude, I can't wait to go play some Battlefield. I'm going to hop on it, like, right here in a minute. Well, I need to pee first. I've been I'm, holding this in for a while, man. I, I, might, need, <laughs> I might need to poop. Oh, why do you got to put that in there? They don't want to hear that. I, I might need to poop. <laughs> I can't wait poop. to get my Batman, though. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh, dude, it is going to be great. Have a great time, folks. Night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.